Chris Miles was able to retire twice by the time he was 39 years old. But he's not content to just enjoy his own financial freedom and peace of mind. Chris wants you to have your own ripple effect so you can live free today. He's not the financial advisor you expected. He's the anti-financial advisor you deserve. He's jumping behind the mic right now, ready to make waves. Here's Chris Miles. Hello, my fellow Ripplers. This is Chris Miles, your cash flow expert and anti-financial advisor. Guys, welcome to the show that's for you and about you. Those of you that work so hard for your money, but you're ready for your money to start working harder for you now. You don't want to wait 20 or 30 or 40 years for financial prosperity. You want that financial freedom today to have that cash flow, that freedom, and that prosperity that you have so you can live with people to do what you love with those you love whenever the heck you feel like. But guys, it's so much more than just creating money for your family and yourself because you're not selfish. You're here to create a ripple effect to make this planet a better place. So as a result of you being blessed financially, you can create a greater impact in the lives of others too. Guys, thank you so much for allowing me to create an impact through you and your lives. I appreciate you guys sharing, binging, and being just the coolest listeners ever. Like really, I'm dead serious when I say that. You guys are the best. Thank you so much. And by the way, for those of you that have been reaching out, thank you so much for doing so as well. We love seeing those people that can really be blessed. I mean, this is why we do what we do, because we are here to create an impact in your lives where, like I said before, you know, by the year 2030, we want at least a thousand of you financially independent, where you work because you want to, not because you have to. So of course, if you want to be able to know how to do that, if you've got at least a few hundred thousand dollars of assets, whether it be trapped in home equity or trapped in your 401k prism or IRAs or savings, whatever it might be, reach out to us through our website, moneyripples.com for more information or to see how you can create that kind of plan for yourself. Hey guys, quick shout out to our sponsor, American Homeowner Preservation. Hey guys, if you want to make a great rate of return with little money out of pocket, even as little as a hundred bucks and do it while helping other people as well, check these guys out. The website's fundingahp.com. The way they do it, they crowdfund money, people's money together to go and help essentially become the bank. They buy people's mortgages that are defaulting, people that are late on their mortgages. They help them refinance, stay in their home and or sell their home so that they can be in a better financial position. And the cool thing is, is that they pay awesome returns and they pay it monthly. And like I said, you can invest with as little as a hundred bucks. So check them out. Websites, fundingahp.com. That's F-U-N-D-I-N-G-A-H-P.com. Check them out. So guys, today uh, I want to talk about this financial freedom, right? This financial independence we've been talking about and really creating that freedom. And I know that I've said before that I really question you whether you really want that freedom. But now I want to talk about the answer to financial freedom, right? Because there are so many theories out there and there's so many people trying to pitch you their crap. I mean, it's, it's amazing how everybody will say, you know, if they happen to make a, they didn't have to make any money in, in Bitcoin, for example. They just had to talk about Bitcoin or have money sitting in Bitcoin that they haven't sold off yet, but they have money sitting there. And now they think that somehow they're amazing investors. And they're going to tell you how you can become financially free by investing in Bitcoin or investing and trading in the stock market, which by the way, the rules have completely changed from even the time I always teach people how to trade in the stock markets because you can't just do it predictably anymore. It's not as simple as just seeing the strength of a company and reading trend patterns. Oh no, you got freaking AI involved. In fact, 90% of transactions in the stock market today are not traders. They're not people. It's actually computer algorithms infecting the trades that are going on day to day. That volatility you're seeing, Almost none of it has to do with people. It's computers, guys. Computers. That's it. 
So that's even a gamble. You got some people out there saying real estate's the answer. You got people out there saying that notes are the answer. They got people out there saying that oil is the answer or that ATMs are the freaking answer. Guys, here's the truth. Okay, from a guy who doesn't offer any of these investments himself, I'm going to give you my opinion. And by the way, this is not to be construed as being financial advice or what you should be doing. But I do want to say that financial freedom is, in fact, much easier than most people think. However, when I tell people the answer, they doubt it. They think, no, nah, no, nah, it's going to be harder than that. It's just like, you know, if you guys read the Bible, when Moses put the brazen serpent and said, hey, if you want to make sure that you don't die, look at this brazen serpent up here. And people said, why would looking at a serpent on a stick, what would that do to help protect us from this disease? This is be like people in today saying like with COVID, like, wait, you want me to look at a, a little snake on a stick? You think that's going to heal, heal me? And guess what? The ones that didn't have faith died. The ones that did, that actually did look, were the ones that were spared. And, and this is what I want you guys to kind of understand is that sometimes just because an answer can be simple doesn't mean it's always easy to implement and doesn't mean that it's wrong. Sometimes the best answers to something are the simplest answers. I think of like Steve Jobs when he talked about when he unveiled the iPhone. Like if you ever want to see an amazing, really great way to, to introduce a product, to kind of create this ramp up and almost create it almost theatrically. Now, I'm not talking about like the theatrics that Biden did when he took off his mask saying it's a good day. That's bullcrap. That's not theatrics. That's just dumb. But uh, I'm talking about like with how Steve Jobs really made it work with presenting the iPhone. And he talked about the stylus. Remember the stylus? Those of us that had Palm Pilots or whatever it might be, they had the little stylus that we click on stuff. And he's like, hey, what are we going to do? What's this great invention we're going to use for this iPhone? And then he shows a picture of the stylus. He's like, it's going to be a stylus. It's like, no, not that. Get rid of it. It's going to be an invention even better than that. And he shows a finger. It's our finger. The simplest of inventions, the simplest of things that we could be using. And look at it today. Now, all the other phones and everything goes off that. We're not using styluses anymore for our phones to peck at things. We're using fingers. Now we're even doing swipe and things like that. That's what I mean, guys, that sometimes the answer is the simplest. Now, again, I'm not giving investment advice here, but I want to really impress upon you that that general categories of investments, I'm going to say that this is going to be the answer. So I'm going to say two places that you can invest in that will create financial freedom most assuredly and quickly. So I'm saying with the safest, least risk, and fastest. Notice that these are not in competition with each other. It's not high risk creates high returns. It's actually lower risk, higher return answers. The answer is in two places. One is if you have a business, your business. And number two, real estate. Those two categories are it. Now, within both of those categories, there's a myriad of options that you could be doing. But if you're looking at just the two basic places and places that have worked for me personally to do the same in my own life to become financially independent twice now, it's been a combination of these two things, business and real estate. Now, I know some of you guys listening, you may not have a business and that's okay. Just know that business can accelerate it quite a bit. I know some of you guys come on here, you're waiting for all the sexy stuff to want to know what the new latest, greatest strategy is. The truth is that you know, occasionally you get some cool little thing with trending and timing. But for the most part, the flashy stuff that's out there is not your answer. In fact, when it gets all hyped up, the more hyped up it is, the more risky you're going to find it to be. And so, you know, talking about business, for example, you can create not just own a business, but create 
residual streams of income through that business, then that's crucial. So those of you that are already business owners, you might already have the answer already here. It might already be right beneath your own nose. And it might be a very simple answer. Can you do things that will allow you to make money even if you're not present? That is the big question you should be asking is, is how can I still not just make money while I'm present, but go to the core question behind what actually makes money, which is how do you go about creating value for people? If you're in business, how do I create more value for more people? If you're investing, how do I create more value for more people? It always comes back to that value creation. How do I serve people, solve problems, or add value in some way that allows that to, to occur? So looking at a business, like, is there ways I can step away or not be involved? Maybe some sort of system, some technology. It could be other people, leveraging other people's time, energy, talents, whatever it might be, that allows your business to make money without you being there. This, if you have an active business, this could work great. You know, in my own life with my business, there's a lot of ways I've made residual income through that. I've had residual income from referrals. I've had residual income from online products. I've had residual income through monthly memberships. I've had residual income coming in from uh, sponsorships, even like with a show, right? Like I've had money come in from that. You know, I, I record the ad once. It's not like I record every single time. It's a 30 second ad or so and voila. Now, again, it's always about how do I create value? if you just focus on how do I make money, you're going to miss out on the best opportunities to make money. But if you're saying, how can I create value? How can I give somebody something that they want that allows them to say, hey, I'll exchange money for that thing that I want. And I'm not saying that, you know, even my ways are even, even remotely close to the limits, the limits that you would have. You might have a, a variety of ways, you know, even leveraging people, tools and systems. Can you have other people doing those jobs and work for you? Can you... You know, if you're even if you're not a business owner, say you're looking at a franchise as an option, franchises can be a very active business that takes up a lot of your time and attention. But there are some businesses that require less time and attention. It might require some upfront work. I compare it to buying a real estate property. Sometimes you have to do upfront work where you're signing the, the contracts, you're trying to get the mortgage on the property. That's sometimes the hardest work. And then getting everything set up and closed on the property so then you can have a property manager do the rest for you. Franchises are very similar. You might spend the next two to three months, the first two to three months of that business, really ramping it up, getting the right personnel in place so that you might only work five or 10 hours a week in that business. But if that five or 10 hours a week can generate six figures a, a year for you, that might be worth it. One, you might say, I'm not the kind of person to want to retire and just sit on my butt and do nothing anyways. Well, that could be a great option for you. So don't ever discount uh, the value of business and what it can do for you because I'll tell you, my experience has been one of the fastest ways to generate residual income with less money out of pocket. It creates way more leverage than you'll get sometimes just doing typical real estate investing. Now that leads to number two, real estate investing. Now I love it. And don't think that I just, because I said business was awesome, that that takes anything away from real estate investing, especially when you have cash or you've got net worth that you know you need to turn into something. And I'll tell you, whenever I see people with net worth of over half million, million plus dollars of net worth, it's amazing how much potential that they have just sitting on the table, money that's not paying them. You know, I even had somebody where you were looking at a rental property, they said, yeah, I'm making about 400 bucks a month. Cool, well, what's your equity in there? 400,000, ooh, that's horrible. That's like a 1% rate of return, not a good thing. How can we get that working for you? Can we get better equity kicking off better returns for you? Real estate can be a great place. Already, historically, and I know some of you people say, oh, that's the same argument like 
gold lovers make is that historically gold's been great, but I'm a Bitcoin trader. I love it. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care what you think. The truth is, is that history actually does make a difference because fads and trends go in and out of favor all the time. So real estate is one of those places where it's actually a limited resource. It's a real tangible thing for one. It's not a derivative like what we experienced in the last recession where the bubbles popped and now there's being derivatives being made all the freaking time and people are still buying into a hook, line and sinker like they didn't like 12 years ago or 13 years ago didn't exist. So that kind of stuff is already still happening today, but that's not the case. Now you can have derivatives on you know, real estate. When I talk about derivatives, I mean like it's like making a copy of the copy. It's not your master copy. It's a copy of that copy. And you have that out there. It's, it's the same thing you see in the stock market. A lot of stocks are really just derivatives in some ways. You know, when you buy quote unquote gold stock, you're not really buying gold stock. You don't buy any ownership in gold. You have a derivative. You have something that's based its valuation off of gold, but it has its own separate market happening where prices go, go up or down regardless of what happens with gold. That's what a derivative is. Really, most digital currency stuff you're looking at are just derivatives. IPOs. A lot of times the way that people are buying IPOs are derivatives. Heck, the, uh, I forgot what it's called now, but uh, the digital tokens, right? The uh, NFTs or whatever they're called, digital tokens, derivatives. They're not even real. They're just made up crap. So all those things you want to stay away from. But with real estate, it's a real tangible thing with real value being created for people. It's not just based on people buying and selling and, and gambling. It's all based on you providing homes, providing a shelter. That's something that's in limited supply, especially now. Now, I get a lot of people that say, okay, Chris, like I'm looking for a way to financial freedom, but don't, don't just talk to me about real estate. Like what else is, that, is there? Now there's other stuff out there. There's other things you can be doing. And that's, I joked about ATM, ATM funds and stuff out there. You know, the truth is that ATM funds have been a great investment for a lot of people, especially if it's done the last several years. Will the next few years be good? That's another question. But, but you know, you've got those kind of things out there. You've got oil investments out there. That's been historically good, but at the same time, the last few years have been a little bit rocky. You know, even when people talk about buying into like assisted living homes, right? Which is kind of like a real estate slash business investment. You know, 2020 was a bad year for those kind of assisted living. I would imagine if you start looking at this into next year, this year to next year, I think assisted living, you're going to see some a comeback with that. By the way, wherever people are fleeing from is typically the usual where the better investments are. One thing we're hearing right now, and this is how you know something's not in a bubble, is that when people start saying, hey, like right now, like real estate is overbought. Like it's ridiculous. It's in a bubble. The prices are super high. Nobody can afford to live. It's ridiculous. And so people are talking about bubble crashing. When people talk about all the time, like normal people, I'm not talking about like a few of the experts and things like that, but I'm talking about normal people saying a bubble is going to happen. It's not a bubble <laughs> because uh, whereas wherever the, the, the average person invests, that's where you should not invest. When everybody's telling you to buy into a certain something because they're all saying it in that hype, that's not the thing to buy. You know, if you're saying to buy, everybody's saying to buy Bitcoin, that's why it's no surprise when you see Bitcoin drop recently because everybody was talking about buying Bitcoin. Dumb money goes in, that's when you should take your smart money out if you're in those kind of investments. Stocks, same thing. We're seeing this, and I think stocks will keep going up a little bit more. I think it's not done, but it's way overdue for a crash, but it's being artificially propped up by the powers that be the governments right they're throwing money at people left and right they're throwing money at businesses businesses are saying i can borrow money because of these low interest rates we can borrow money for cheaper than inflation so borrow as much as we can put it on long terms just like we're doing with real estate if you buy a long-term rental you buy on a 30-year fixed mortgage don't go for the 15-year or 10-year 
go for the 30 year fixed because right now with inflation being as ridiculous as it is it's a steal right now i mean i'm telling you even if you're paying four and a half percent for an investment property right now which is much higher than buying your own home if you're paying four and a half percent that's still better than the real inflation rate right now you're actually making money off of somebody else's money right now is a great time i mean i should do a separate show just on that about leverage and responsible use of leverage because there are bad ways to use it but right now it's very cheap money to get guaranteed when the interest rates start to go up not initially even if the interest rates start to go up it, mean, it does not necessarily mean there'll be a crash in the stock market it could actually keep going up because people still pump money in faster but as you start to see those interest rates have an effect it can actually pull the stock market down so be watchful of that kind of thing those kind of things are the kind of bubbles we're talking about real estate is not in a bubble it's it can't be for one yes lumber prices are going crazy now commodity prices could that be a little bit of a bubble maybe but real estate prices have been going up regardless why because there's not enough inventory you know when there's not enough inventory and especially lately when we've had so many people talking about where you try to get lending i have i should have zero problem getting lending but it's amazing how many hoops they have me jump through just to get a mortgage even though I've got more than enough income to cover everything and more than enough savings. Heck, I could buy some of those properties in cash outright and just buy them. I just don't want to. But it's amazing how the banks will still just nitpick you to death. Understand that was way different. For those of us who remember the last recession, that was way different than 2006, wasn't it? 2006, what we saw, we saw lending going nuts. The lenders were lending to anyone. You could do stated income loans. You could say, hey, I'm making 20000 a month. When you're only in reality making five thousand a month and they wouldn't question it that's a danger that creates bubbles appraisal fraud creates bubbles right the appraisers were feeling pressure to bump up the appraisal so they did that since then they've had a lot more restrictions they've had licenses pulled that industry got just torn apart and now appraisers if anything they're on the overly conservative side where they don't want to appraise too high and so all those things are preventing bubbles from happening in real estate now does that mean that real estate could cool off yeah but leveling off is not the same as tanking. That's not a bubble. A bubble crashes and it crashes hard. When you have something like that, where it's trying to catch up, there's just too much demand. So right now, real estate is an amazing opportunity. And if you go the turnkey investment route, great. That's an awesome option. There's notes you can do. You can do hard money lending in the real estate. There's lots of different options you can be doing. But my point is this, is that when it comes to financial freedom, you want real financial freedom. The places you got to go for are the sure places where you see people that actually become wealthy. If you look at the richest people in the world, they all have in common businesses and or real estate. There's occasional people you get some oil, oil and gas guys, but even then they own a business. It's oil and gas. You get the occasional investor. Most of the time, there's usually some sort of business behind it, not just investing. It's such a rarity that you'll see. You won't see somebody who says, I saved my 401k and I became a billionaire. That just doesn't happen, guys. Never. What you do see is you see people saying, hey, I did do this. I did more of this alternative type investment and then I became a billionaire or even a multimillionaire. You won't see people that save their way to wealth. So the mutual funds and that kind of stuff is not the answer. As much as you try to make it work, unless you want to live on a very tight budget the rest of your life, you know, where you don't have freedom, you just have some independence that, that might get you there. It just will take some time. You want to get there quicker and safer. It's looking at ways to do it in these alternate places. It could be through business and it can also be through places of real estate. But again, so many 
different options you could be doing in real estate that it's, it's massive. There's, there's really lots of options depending on your situation and depending on what your goal is, cash flow or growth. Again, I'm talking about topics that really can be separate topics, separate shows. And really it's something that's kind of one-on-one for you guys. It really comes down to what is your goal? What's going to be the right matchup for you? And that's, again, that's the kind of thing that we find when we're working with clients is, Hey, some investments that might make perfect logical sense for that person. And especially if they want to get there faster may not make sense for them in that moment. I had a client recently where they said, Hey, I've got a million bucks where I deploy it. And we started looking, leaning more towards at least half of it going towards rental real estate. Well, inventory being kind of low and just with the process, he was having a really hard time. He was, he was really just, yeah, kind of stressed now with the whole process. We said, you know what? Let's chill that off. Let's, yeah, maybe you buy a fourplex or a duplex or whatever you might buy. Buy some properties now. Let's do a lot less. Move your money more into syndications or into funds, things like that that generate income streams. Because again, the priority was income streams. So we went for those investments that actually had income streams versus a lot of times I see syndications. A lot of times you hear about these multifamily apartment deals. Sometimes they don't generate good cash flow. Sometimes they're very low cash flow because they focus on more growth, while other deals focus more on cash flow and less on growth. And some try to do a blend between the two. And that's why there's always a formula, but it's not a one size fits all for you guys. So your answer to financial freedom is going to be different from everybody else. But I'm going to tell you that the answer to financial freedom, the reason why a lot of people may not like it is because it's just, it might seem boring to you. Especially if you listen to the show for a while, you might say, I'm hearing the same thing. Yeah, there's a reason. I say less same things than Dave Ramsey says, but people still listen to his show. So my point is this, that if you want to look and find real financial freedom and have a lifestyle to go with it, right? Like you don't have to have an extravagant lifestyle, but if you want to have more freedom and flexibility, not just replace your income from your work, but be able to have more flexibility and freedom to do more, that's going to require something different. It's going to require a different level of thinking. It's going to require you to see your money differently, not be in an accumulation mindset, but focusing more on how do we get to be a cash flow mindset to create that passive income to get to those that cash flow freedom number. That's my objective for you guys. That's why I want you guys to hit that by 2030. But it's going to require you to change the way you think first. And then it's going to have to have the strategies to back it up. Not just doing any kind of investing because I've seen too many people do it wrong where you buy real estate and it doesn't work out. Or you buy real estate and I say, ugh, I would not have bought that myself because those returns are dismal or that's a bad property or a bad deal. That's the thing is that you want to make sure you're going to do it. You do it right first time just to shorten that time frame do it well so again guys if you have questions you always reach out to me chris at moneyripples.com or go to the website moneyripples.com and reach out to us through there guys i hope you make it a wonderful and prosperous week because i want you to get to that freedom i want to create a free people because when you're free you're powerful and you can make a massive impact and bless so many lives in this world that is my goal guys make it a wonderful and prosperous week I'll see you later Visit us online at moneyripples.com for more resources to help you fix money leaks and get your money working harder for you now. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.